Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May heaven be open over your life. I'm so glad that you are seeking the truth of God, and I believe that the Holy Spirit will speak to you and teach you very important lesson today. And you are the doer of the Word of God. Today, I would like to talk about offenses. Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, that you give us the truth in the Bible, and when we know the truth and practice the truth, your truth shall set us free, Lord. And we want to. Really experience your grace, your favor, and your blessing, Father. Therefore, we will obey what you say in the scriptures. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I would like to read the words of the Lord Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 17, verse 1. I will read from many versions. He said to his disciples, "Offenses will certainly come." But woe to the one they come through. This is from one version. Let's look at another version. Luke seventeen verse one, and Jesus said to his disciples, "Temptations, snares, traps set to entice to sin are sure to come, but woe to him by and through whom they come." This is Amplified Bible. Look at another version, Luke chapter seventeen, verse one again. Then he said to the disciples, "It is impossible that no offenses should come, but woe to him through whom they do come." New King James Version. If you read this scripture carefully, you notice that Jesus did not say that offenses might come to us. He did not say that. If you are kind, you are merciful, you are godly. You go to church every Sunday. If you pray on a regular basis, you memorize the scriptures, quote the scriptures. You have so much love and faith. You will be exempt from grumpy people, rude people, evil people, who cut you off in traffic. You will not be. Exempt from people who will try to cheat you and try to really hurt your feeling, he said that offenses will certainly come. You will have opportunities all the days of your life on a regular basis to be offended, to get upset, to argue, to yell, to blow up, to lose your temper. To become offended, to be bitter, and try to pay people back or revenge. Every one of us, including me and you, will face offenses in life. We cannot avoid it in this sinful world. The word "offense" that Jesus talk about here come from a Greek word that means to bait, referring to The bait that 
is used to lure animals into a trap. When you are offended, when someone is critical against you, rude toward you, condescending, or say something derogatory to you, or cheat you, or gossip about you, you will be tempted by the enemy, so that you will get into his trap. If you surrender to that offense, the devil is saying to you, "Come on, come on, get upset, argue with them, and tell them off, take a revenge, and yell at them, get mad at them, and have a bad day." Instead of letting the offense upset you, you should say. No, thanks. The devil, I will not yield to this bait. I'm not going to take the bait. I'm not going to get into your trap. I'm not taking the bait. This is just a distraction to my life. I'm going to enjoy this day and keep living in the place of peace. I want to enjoy my life. I want to serve God. I keep my eyes on God. And I'm gonna run my race to the end. I will focus on what God called me to do. I choose to love, and I choose to forgive. I choose God's favor and blessing, and I want to be victorious. I'm not gonna yield to these offenses. I want to walk in the blessing of God. The Word of God really encourages us to walk in love and forgiveness. If you study the Bible carefully. You can see that walking in love is so important, and is the will of God. If you want to have victory in your life, you walk in love and forgiveness. Love never fails. In First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verses four to seven, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wrong or being offended. It does not rejoice about injustice. Definitely, you don't rejoice when people sin against you, or they commit sin, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. Is always hopeful. And endures through every circumstance. Wow, I tell you, I admit to you that the definition of love here in First Corinthians chapter thirteen was one of the factors that helped me to give my life to Jesus. I was a non-believer. I was actually anti-Christ before I became a Christian, and I read about Jesus in the book of Matthew. I watched the movie about Jesus. And when I come to this passage of the scriptures, and I read about the definition of love, I say, "Wow, God is perfect." I never saw this kind of definition of love before. In my previous religion, I was taught that when I was offended, I should really revenge. People need to be paid back. But here, God say, "Love, forgive. Love, do good to people." In verse eight, love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, 
they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. Love never fails. God wants us to walk in the agape love. Love God. Love people. Love our enemy. Do good to those who speak negative against us, who really persecute us. We walk in love, and the Lord gonna bless us and really shower His favor upon us. Verse 13. And now abide, faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of this is love. The greatest of all is love because God is love. I would like to encourage you. When offenses come to you, you make a decision. I'm not gonna take this bait. I'm not gonna get into the trap of the enemy to have a bad cloudy day, getting mad for many many months and many years. I want to be free to serve the Lord. I want God to bless me. I. Gonna forgive and I can do good. I will not take this bait of the devil that try to destroy my life. The devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. I choose to love. Romans chapter eight verse twenty-eight. I like this scripture. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. If you love God, you obey God by loving others. All things, whether good things or bad things. Around you, when people come and offend you and talk bad about you, or try to hurt your feeling, all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are the called according to His purpose. I want to encourage you from now on. Keep your eyes on God and realize that no matter what other people do, it doesn't matter. You just forgive, and God can change things around. He can use what people was meant to hurt you to be the good things for your life and to many life around you. In fact, one of the stories in the Bible that I enjoy reading and studying a lot is the story of Joseph. Joseph was one of the sons of Jacob. Joseph was mistreated, betrayed, and really. Got into trouble because his brother sold him to be a slave, and his boss Potiphar's wife talked bad about him, falsely accused him, and eventually he got into big trouble. He got in jail. He was forgotten. Wow. Joseph faced a lot of offenses in his life. He got into trouble. I believe that many of us would have responded in a negative way. Many of us would have been very bitter and angry against Potiphar's wife and against the brothers, but Joseph kept his heart right. He did not take the bait of Satan. He kept his heart in love, in faith. Look at what the Bible says about Joseph, Genesis chapter fifty, twenty to twenty-one. But as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good, in order to bring it about as it is this day, to save many people alive. You know the story. Joseph was taken to Egypt as a slave. He was in jail, but he met 
the right person who brought the message about his gift of interpreting dream, and uh, he has the wisdom from God, supernatural wisdom from God, and eventually this information went to Pharaoh, and Pharaoh took him into the palace. He helped Pharaoh to interpret the dreams and save the nation of Egypt from big famine. And he became the second in command in Egypt. Wow! Look at the first part of his story. He was in trouble. He was sold as slave. He was mistreated and falsely accused. He went into jail. Looked terrible. Looked bad. He faced so many offenses actually, but God turned it to be the good for himself and to be the good for all the children of Israel. In verse 21, now therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for you. You mean the brothers and the parents, and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. My brothers and sisters, walking in love, not taking the bait of Satan, walking in forgiveness is the key to victory. Is the key to success. Is the key to open heaven for your life. God will really shower His blessing on you when you walk in love and forgiveness, and your prayer will get answered. You want your prayer to get answered? Look at Mark chapter eleven, twenty-four to twenty-five. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you have received it, it will be yours. But I like what Jesus said. But if you pray, God will answer you, and you can receive what you ask for. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. You can see that the key to receive answer in your prayer, the key to receive the miracle and the breakthroughs and the blessing from God. Is to walk in love, forgive those who brought offenses to you. Colossians chapter three verse thirteen: Put up with each other, and forgive each other. If anyone has a complaint, forgive as the Lord forgave you. It's wonderful. The Bible emphasizes again and again about love, about forgiveness. People gonna offend you. Throughout your life, when you start to grow up, you're gonna notice that somebody can offend you. Maybe your own brothers offend your own sister, your parents. Believe me, we cannot avoid offenses all the days of our life. But what we need to do is to keep our eyes on the Lord, love Him, obey Him, and when we obey Him and keep our eyes on Him, He will. Pour His love into our heart, and we can really love even those who have offended us. Let us keep our eyes on the Lord, the perfect person to associate with, or to keep our eyes on. Please don't keep our eyes on people's behavior, not on people's negative actions, words, and behavior. Believe me, you think that you're so blessed to get married. And you have a spouse, get married to your wife, 
and a few months later you find out, wow, my wife is not perfect. She has different thinking, and sometimes she offends me. And the same thing, you think, wow, you're so blessed to marry this man. But after you marry for a while, you find out that, wow, my husband has a lot of weaknesses and shortcomings, and his behavior and words really offend me. You see, let us focus on God's love, His faithfulness, His grace, and His promises. Don't keep our eyes on people because we're going to be disappointed and angry and upset. Isaiah 26 verse 3, the Bible say, "You will guard him. You mean God will guard him, and keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind, both its inclination and its character, is stayed on you." Capital Y, you. Because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hope confidently in you. When we keep our mind on God, we don't walk by sight, looking around what people offend us, what people do. Keep our mind on God. God will really give us peace and joy and success. We lean on God, not on people. We commit ourselves to God, and we put our hope in Him. Let me read from another translation in NLT: "You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in You, all whose thoughts are fixed on You." Oh, I like this scripture. I learned from all these scriptures that I keep my eyes on God. I don't pay attention to offenses, to people's mistake, wrong words, wrong actions against me. Let them go. Love them. Bless them. My God is my source. I learned this lesson in the past 40 years as a believer. People can do whatever they want. They gossip about me. They attack me, or they hate me, or whatever. I will say, like Jesus say, Father. I forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. Bless them. I'm gonna move on with my life. My Father in heaven is my source. He's gonna provide for me whatever I need in my life: finances, teamwork, manpower, wisdom, open door, good breaks. God, I'm gonna obey you by walking in love and forgiveness. I believe you can do this. Wow, your life gonna be like an eagle fly above the storm of this world, and you're gonna see the favor of God on your life. You will be highly favored, and you're gonna be successful, and you're gonna be happy person, full of peace and joy. You're gonna live in the land of peace, not in the land of bitterness and anger. Let us pray together, Father. Thank you so much, Dad. You can graciously help us to guard our heart and keep our heart free from all the negative things that try to bait us to let them enter in to destroy our life. Father, we declare that we will not allow offenses to get inside and make us upset and bitter anymore. We declare, Father. In the name of Yeshua Hamashiach, that we are not taking the bait, 
and we are keeping our peace. Lord, pour your love into our heart by your Holy Spirit, that we can love those who act like our enemies, those who hurt our feeling, who has done wrong to us, step on our toes, and those who really try to be mean to us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Pour your love into our heart, and we can love them with the agape love of God. Lord, help us to practice what we learn in this lesson, and help us to be in peace, in joy, in righteousness, holiness, and in the blessing of God. We want to be like Joseph, Lord. That no matter what happened, things will work out for good for us, Lord, because we loved you, Lord. You keep your promise, and you're going to keep our mind in perfect peace. In Jesus' name, Amen. May the Lord bless you, give you strength and grace, and love that you can be very powerful and fruitful, and you will be used of the Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. We'll see you in the next teaching. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.
for you, Lord.